Jen, you know, you did a good job of really saying, here's why Mm -hmm. these doors are decorated in this manner. Because people would look at them and you could tell they were kind of doing double takes or looking longer because there'd be a wreath with like a big circle of apples. Yes. You're like, why is there a big circle of apples on there? And you explain that. Welcome to Talk With History. I'm your host, Scott, here with my wife and historian, Jen. Hello. On this podcast, we give you insights to our history-inspired world travels, YouTube channel journey, and examine history through deeper conversations with the curious, the explorers, and the history lovers out there. We don't have any guests tonight, so we're going to talk about what you probably saw in the thumbnail, which is Christmas in Colonial Williamsburg. But before we do that, I want to let the folks know that this episode is brought to you by the hashtag historic newsletter. This is our free newsletter that brings you a monthly roundup of history in the news and bite-sized summaries of interesting historical articles, videos, and yes, even other history podcasts that we find. So you can sign up for free. You can sign up for the hashtag historic newsletter at www.hashtaghistoric.com. That's hashtaghistoric.com. So we are live streaming here to YouTube. So if you're listening on the the podcast, if you're one of our podcast listeners, you can always find us usually on Thursday nights. Mm -hmm. We do our best to to podcast this right after our video goes live. And you can join us there or you can find us on the podcast. You can look up Talk With History. So Jen, let's talk a little bit about Colonial Williamsburg at Christmas. It was quite a treat. It was awesome. It was really walking back into time and then of course Christmas decorations and the feeling of Christmas everywhere it was really just a a really great experience so I mean to do Colonial Williamsburg is cool but to do Colonial Williamsburg at Christmas time is like super cool yeah and one of the the things that we tried to highlight we actually had to do two trips to Mm -hmm. kind of cover everything so a Friday, because it was your birthday not long ago. I'm a December birthday. She's a December birthday. So we went down, when, and I took the, the day off on Friday. You took the day off on Friday. And so we went down for your birthday. So we spent the whole day down there, did a whole bunch of stuff. And But on Saturday, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, the first three Saturdays of December, Colonial Williamsburg does something pretty unique. Yes, they do what they call the Grand Illumination. But it was interesting how we found out about this. So... We had gone for my birthday, like you said, and I had packed the day full of events. And we'll talk about those events because they were awesome. But one of the things we did that we've been trying to do for a while was they have a veterans place on the main street where if you're a veteran, you can go in and get like hot chocolate and speak to the people in there. And they had a bunch of coins. And I know that one of the fellow historians we follow on Instagram did a little thing about challenge coins and military challenge coins. So they had like racks of challenge coins in there. And we got our hot chocolate in there. And they had said to us, are you coming back tomorrow for the grand illumination? And we're like, well, what's that? And the gentleman there was like, oh, it's awesome. They used to just do it one time in December, but because they did it one time and like 20,000 people came. No, he said like 50,000 people. Oh, it was like 50,000 people came. They've spread it out to three nights now in December. So the first three Saturdays in December from five to seven, they have a declaration of Christmas. They pretend like it's Christmas 1760 and they they go to a couple different of the historic homes and make these declarations and light the candles in the windows. But the coolest part is the fireworks. So they do 
colonial fireworks from the governor's palace, which is the big building at the end of the green and then the Capitol building. So those are like the two buildings that are kind of perpendicular to each other in Colonial Williamsburg. But another cool thing is they have these baskets of wood along Duke of Gloucestershire, which is Gloucestershire, which is the big street in Colonial Williamsburg, and they light them. Yeah, and so so we did our best in the video, which I think folks probably a couple folks I know who are chat or in the chat saw the video. You know, we we tried to. There was actually some steps that they use for the horse carriages, yeah. and so Jen was like, "Hey, Scott, get up on those steps so you can get a good shot of the street." And so that's what that picture of is. If you watch the the video, I actually got up on these steps that are there to help actually people get into some of the horse carriages, but the steps were left behind because mm-hmm. the horse carriages were long gone. Yeah. And and so I tried to get that that picture with all the torches lining the street. It was very cool. Gave it that very colonial vibe. It's very colonial vibe because we had done a haunted Williamsburg tour which those are all year long so if you ever want to do a haunted tour and during those haunted tours they take you to different locations and light like a like a fire and that's kind of cool because you're like this is kind of what they would use as light in colonial times right it would be lanterns at night or fire so it's neat to be there as they light these but to see these lit kind of torches they're like baskets of fire the whole way down the street they have one every couple yards it was just super cool and we show you on the video like our kids are kind of like looking at it like wow that's so neat before we kind of dive a little bit deeper into the kind of grand illumination you know events what was the first thing that we did it was the 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 market so if you watch our you know recommendations to visit williamsburg we're going to recommend you park at the rockefeller folk art museum because if you park at the visitor center it's going to be a bus ride over or a very long walk. So we recommend parking at the museum. And at the museum for Christmas, they do a Christmas, Williamsburg Christmas Marketplace, an outside kind of farmer's market. And they, Court Street is the street right behind the museum and they close Court Street. And it's just, it's really cool. Like artisans, crafts, food. Yeah, they've got little hot chocolate. Hot chocolate, they've got hot beer, dogs. beer and wine for the adults. And sell little like cute things that you would buy for Christmas. I bought some historical photographs that had been colorized like yeah. of the wasps and That's stuff. Cool. But they have Santa Claus, yeah. so the kids were really happy about that. And it's free. And it's a great way for you to kind of see everything, but we had parked there because during Christmas, and this is true anytime you're at Colonial Williamsburg, they do little like shows and performances and i had made reservations to see merriment and measles i think it was called yeah yeah. and it's about it was so cool it's about george washington and martha washington's first christmas together after they're married so they're married january 6th 1759 and this show is january 6th 1760 and so it's the first year of marriage and Martha has just come down with the measles and she's kind of on the other side of the measles and it comes from a letter that George Washington wrote some of his correspondence that he had written saying that you know Martha was really sick and it was touch and go there for a while he really thought he was going to lose her they ended up bringing the doctor they ended up sending the children away and and that she was feeling better even though he oversaw Mount Vernon 
she oversaw the household. Yeah, so he had to he had to step into kind of her role, household role. Yeah, he had which to, is taking care of all the people, and which is a lot, the logistics, food, and just and and it was Christmas time. So Christmas in Kelowna times is not Christmas today. I I tell that people that was interesting. Christmas during Kelowna times is a lot what we think of Thanksgiving today because we didn't have thanks Thanksgiving is a is a newer tradition than the last. 200 years to celebrate it like we and do. And so this was supposed to be like sixth night or 12th night? Or 12th something? night, which if you do the 12 days of Christmas, it starts Christmas Day and then the 12 days after. So it's 12th night, which is January 6th which is when they married. Which is what they kept saying in, the, yeah. in this, this little play. 12th night, yeah. 12th night of Christmas. Thanksgiving is more like a celebration of thankfulness and you're yeah. thanking people who worked for you. And so really it's for children and for servants really you take you buy gifts for children and you make sure you're, you you kind of give your servants like your their yearly thank you it's not really maybe adults would would give a, something small you know like a, this is for christmas but they really didn't do that it was mostly like and i think that that setting kind of really helped this particular play because he was Colonel Washington at the time. Yes. So he was younger, right? Yes. So this was celebrating their first year of, of marriage. Yeah. And they talk about Martha's finally feeling better and she's like, well, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? And she mm-hmm. touched naming off all these things and he, he kind of fires right back and not being mean, but mm-hmm. just saying like, oh yes, I did this and here's how I did it. Oh, you mean that? And he's talking about all the stuff that he did. And then they they kind of have the interplay of you know yeah. a young married couple and yeah but it was she, it was interesting like all the things that he did during that time he he I think he got her book and then he yeah. was like going through her book and yeah. then making sure all the things that she wanted to get done giving people their presents and stuff for Christmas and taking care of the children and making sure the children got away you know because they hadn't had the measles then she kind of felt it unneeded. Because she's like, well, you're able to do all of this. I'm unneeded. Yeah. But they, I mean, they, without going too far into yeah. that aspect of it, they went down into the, the married couple role, but they did a great job. And the, the actress, the, I, I assume that's what we would call her, mm-hmm. who plays Martha Washington, is fantastic. The reenactor. She's so good. We've seen her a couple times. We've seen her a couple times. She knows her primary sources. Yeah. So she's pulling lines and she's saying things from primary sources primary letters and documents that were written about martha washington so recalling like her childhood and where she grew up and her father and her brothers and sisters yeah so so all that to say when you go to colonial williamsburg during christmas they have other plays, other things mm-hmm. that they're putting on that they don't normally put on throughout the year that was definitely one of those things that are worth it and then the other one we saw was a Charles Dickens Christmas. Yeah, that one I don't think we talked about on the video. No, I don't think we did either. But it was neat. They were playing old instruments. They would read pieces from Charles Dickens' different works. Yeah. And they would read it. I appreciated the way that they read it because it really brought out his writing style and the and the that of the era. Yes. And then that, and then they would play these traditional instruments. It was really neat. They had colonial instruments that Charles Dickens would have seen being played if he was alive at the time. And they, they can play them. And then they sang older Christmas carols and like invited us to join them, which was neat. And then they really, they focused a lot on a Christmas carol and Fezziwink's calves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And how cat male men's calves were like the most, attractive part of the mail yeah, they, they highlighted that they, the actors the the musicians did a good job of kind of really emphasizing some of these more humorous parts of yeah. his writings it was great so those shows are tons of fun now move so it was market then we did some shows 
And then if you just go down to the traditional kind of main drag of Colonial Williamsburg, we started kind of down near the ice rink. Yeah, so we show what does Williamswood look like at Christmas time? And a lot of the decoration, because that's what you're going to see that's different, is all the wreaths and the garlands that are on the doors and uh, and banisters. And it's a lot. And I talk about what are they decorating with? And it's a lot of like a natural food sources and plant life because they're going to decorate with what they can find locally as they can gather and make in their kitchens. And they can kind of string together branches and pine cones. And I talk about the oysters. And and that was one of the things that I actually kind of like about our video that I bet you won't see on a lot of kind of similar kind of videos. If someone goes and talks about Colonial Williamsburg and Christmas, you can kind of walk around and just look at these decorations on the door. It's like, oh, cool decoration. Jen, you know, you did a good job of really saying, here's why Mm -hmm. these doors are decorated in this manner. Because people would look at them and you could tell they were kind of doing double takes or looking longer because there'd be a wreath with like a big circle of apples. Yes. You're like, why is there a big circle of apples on there? And you explain that why. So like I told you, Christmas in colonial times is a lot like Thanksgiving. So you're, you're showing your thankfulness. You're showing your appreciation for your abundance. So if you had a good crop or you had a good, you know, harvest, harvest of yeah. apples, you're going to take those and decorate with them yeah. and to show a, you know, how well you did and, and to be and thankful for next year. I mean, the perfect example was the first place winner mm-hmm. one that we, that we showed the bread and the wheat. Yes. And so the, the, yeah, the winner is beautiful and they made a basket of bread with wheat beside it. And so it's, again, they're showing, they're giving thanks for to God, you know, cause it's Christmas. So they're being thankful for, and the religion for the basically the new year and the 12 days of Christmas. We did interact with an interact with a reenactor. The attorney general of Williamsburg. Yeah, we didn't Randolph. talk about that in the video. So, so this is more special for the podcast and live stream. So I told him Happy Christmas. And he goes, it's a little early for that. And I said, Oh, when would you say it? And he goes, you would say it on Christmas Day. And then the 12 days after Christmas, because we we were there for my birthday, which is the 9th of December. So that was early, he said. And then he asked, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? And I said, well, his commander in the Royal Navy, because <laughs> it's 1760, right? So this is like British Navy. It's still so, British times. Yeah. So Royal Navy. So he was very, very, he wanted to talk about that. He's like, oh, the Royal Navy. Yeah. Commander. He like tipped his hat to me. Yes. Then he started asking us about this captain. This Par- captain. Parker. Yeah. Who wanted to date his daughter. He's like, do you, by chance, do you know Captain Parker, you know, of the Royal Navy? And I told him, I kind of played along. I was yes. like, well, I'm relatively new to the area. <laughs> so he starts talking about this captain who's like pursuing his daughters because of his position. Mm-hmm. And so it was very entertaining. He and he kind of went right into it. Like he walked by us and yeah, and then just kind of started chatting us up. So I, that's one of the things I really love about Colonial Williamsburg is the interactors. So that goes into our amazing dinner that goes into our amazing dinner that so we had dinner with Martha and George Washington. So the same actors who played in the play or earlier were Martha played Martha and George for our dinner. Now they are ten years later, yeah. wasn't it? Like seventeen seventy. Yeah, sixty nine or something yes. like that. Yeah. And so at that time, George is getting out of the military. The Seven Years' War just happened. So the French and Indian War. He hates the French. But they're, they're dressed for a ball. They're dressed for a ball. And there actually is, so in Colonial Williamsburg, that's one of the things you could have gotten tickets for. Thank you for not doing that. 
because I, th- I would have felt incredibly awkward. But we we were chatting with a couple across from us. They actually they took they finished the dinner and they ended up going to this this to this ball. But they were dressed. I was actually really impressed by their whole garb. I mean, he had this full on white colonial jacket jacket kind with of thread. uniform style mm-hmm. suit, and then her gown was gown. It was beautiful. Yeah, so like the the two piece gown with the hoops. On the side, like a very French, very Bridgerton with the feathers, hair up with the feathers. And she was wearing a powdered wig. He was not. He's still young, George. And George, I don't think George Washington ever wore a wig, if I'm correct. His hair went white and that was always just his hair. He never, I don't think he ever wore a wig. But they would they would come in and out during dinner. Yes. So they kind of, the, the courses would be brought out for us. This is, this was her birthday. So this was, it was not cheap. <laughs> but it was really cool. It, we ended up having a grand time. Yeah. And they would kind of come in and out and talk about the different things that were going on, mm-hmm. interact with us a little bit, let it, let people ask questions. It was it was actually a ton of fun. And the meal we were served was the menu. If you watch Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson talks about having the dinner with Hamilton and Madison yep. when they decide where to put the capital. And he's like, I picked the menu, the venue, the seating. Yeah. That the room, was the, the whole the, song, The Room Where It Happened. The Room Where It Happened, where no one knows what happened inside the room, but everyone knows where and what they ate and who was there. We ate what they ate. Yeah. So that they that, recreated that menu. It says it right on the menu. This is the menu that mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson had, you know. For this, for this Hamilton meeting. Hamilton and right. Madison. Yeah. So it was good. It was like a greens and then it was like, like ham a, like wrapped a, in bacon. Yeah. And then some like roast beef type and stuff. And then a roast yeah. beef and then like a pastry with ice cream. Yeah. And then they served wines. There was a lot, of wine. yes, a lot of wine. Yeah. And then we finished up with a witch trial. Yep. So we saw. So if you look at our video of Grace Sherward, the witch who was ducked in Virginia, the last witch trial of Virginia, they do her witch trial at Colonia Williamsburg yeah, because it's cool. so close. And it is... A, it, it's, it's pretty famous. It's famous, pretty famous. In this area. And they allow you to interact in the witch trial. They, yeah, so during they have the trial, so you actually get to walk into... It wasn't like the, the main courthouse. It was a different spot. It was the Capitol Building Courthouse. The Capitol Building mm-hmm. Courthouse. So you get to walk in there, and there's probably... 20 or 30 people mm-hmm. in there and so we're all listening they have reenactors coming in that are actually acting out this whole court case and people are saying oh she's a witch because she bewitched me and my pigs died and it's her fault blah 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 and then they they let the, the townspeople ask questions yeah like we're all gentlemen yeah because no women would really be there so he says you're all gentlemen right. for this evening and to be a, a person who gets to decide a vote in this time period, this is 1709 or yeah, yeah it's much, much earlier, yeah, way so before Washington. 1709. You have to be male. You have to be white. You have to be over 20 and you have to be a landowner to be able to vote. So that's, that was what he said we all were. And so we were allowed to ask questions and we were allowed to kind of interact, but it was so funny. Scott was like, your pig's died. She's a witch. Witch. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, I, we, we both kept saying, witch, let's get out of here. Witch. <laughs> We're done. It, it, was, it, was, it was, again, a surprising amount of fun. So, so that was kind of the first day. The next day when we came back, we took the kids through the Christmas market. So one of the, the cool things, if you end up going, and it's, again, the first three Saturdays in December from 5 to 7 p.m., but get there a little bit earlier because there's going to be a lot, a lot of people there. A lot of people there. But at a quarter to five, so at 4.45 p.m., 
they start the initial actual proclamation from the main courthouse on that main street, the Duke of Gloucester Street. And so they actually had, we were kind of standing there, we start walking over to the courthouse, and I was just trying to get some pictures, and all of a sudden about like 40, you know, young men dressed up with like five some drums, all of a sudden they come out and they just line up in front. I'm like, oh great. So if you see in the video, I'm right up front. That wasn't planned. I, I mm-hmm. That was just kind of a stroke of luck. I got right up front and they start doing like, they were very organized. They yeah. were, I was surprised at how good they were. They were very good. And they um, do a proclamation. They do a proclamation and then they kind of break it up. So if you watch our video, that's that very first shot. And then we, we reintroduce it a little bit later, but you hang out there for about 15 minutes while they're kind of putting on their show. Yeah. And then from there, they end up marching around to all these different spots around the, the bigger buildings in Colonial Williamsburg, and they do various proclamations all around. We didn't see all of them because there was multiple ones going on in and different And there's locations. a lot of people. There's so, a lot of people. And people will be camped out on the Palace Green to get a good view of the fireworks. So it's kind of hard to kind of navigate around the Palace Green, but... We were able to see the bells in front. I think it was William and Mary. Yeah, so, the, so William and Mary, right, the, the college is, mm-hmm. is right down the way. And um, then we saw like the glee club. Yeah, the, there was some sort of glee club or some acapella group. It's acapella in the video. Group, yeah. Again, some church kind of put on like a whole show with like they were actually playing Christmas songs, but with like these various sized bells. Mm-hmm. And then at 7 p.m., we get to see the fireworks. Oh, and the fireworks were so cool. Yeah. But we'll, uh, let me make a recommendation to you. If you go and do this and you're hungry, oh, yeah. there will be food booths that are like more well-known that have long lines. But I think for this Grand Illumination, there'll be certain organizations that do little pop-up food booths. Yeah, or just like, they're almost more fundraiser. Like, yeah, like fundraisers. We were waiting in this super Go long line. Go to those ones. Yeah, we were waiting in this super long line for to get something made. And I just kind of look across the way and it looks like you know, it's later in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of zip over there and stuff that they had preheated, pre-made or whatever like that. But if you're just traipsing around and you'd have probably with that many people down there, you're going to have a hard time getting into any of the restaurants. So bring food. But uh, that was definitely kind of a, a good hack for us. If you don't, yeah. if you don't bring food with you, look around a little bit because you, you don't have to wait. You in don't a have super to wait. We line. got corn dogs for all of us and yeah. some pretzels, pretzels, and, and we were yeah. fine. And we didn't have to wait. And the, by the time we were done eating, the place I was in line still hadn't gotten to the front window yet. Yeah, and there's tons of people ice skating right down there in the heart of Colonial Williamsburg, which is really cool. Yeah. And just they don't have one thing that I thought they were going to have that they didn't was actually Christmas style lights. I thought they were actually gonna have lights on the buildings. That's not what it was. They won't do that. Which actually I appreciated after the fact because it, it felt more colonial, mm-hmm. more more a little bit like you were walking back in time without that. So that was my initial expectation. Yeah. But I wasn't disappointed when I didn't see that. I just didn't know what to expect. And these proclamations were pretty fun because they would be, you know, reading whatever the proclamation is and they would lead like three cheers, you know, and then mm-hmm. yeah, hip, hip, huzzah. huzzah. So everybody said like our oldest, you'll hear him. He's like saying huzzah. So it was it was a ton of fun. And we ended up sitting on the palace green. We just sat on the grass. Yeah. And we found a spot. We just found a random spot. It I, wasn't so crowded that you couldn't do yeah. that. I think now because I break it up into the three nights, 
that it's not as crowded. Like like I said, the first three Saturdays of December, five to seven, because they break it up, it's not as crowded. And again, we wouldn't have known about it unless we went to that veteran center and he told us, you should come back tomorrow. Yeah, we had kind of initially brushed it off. We're like, ah, maybe. And yeah. he kind of kept talking it up. Like, no, you'll want to see this. It's yeah. a big deal. And we're like, and then I think I we saw some video and I said, maybe this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go check it out. And it was. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. And it's nice because you could do fireworks at 7 p.m. It's already dark. Yeah. You're done by 7.20. Like we live about 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. We're home by 8.30. It was right? great with kids. It wasn't kids. bad at all. Yeah. It was great with kids. Because usually for 4th of July, you have to stay up late with your kids because the sun doesn't go down till late. But because the sun sets so early, it was it was pitch black and perfect. But it, again, it was... It's a ton of fun, and with those torches lining the streets, and with the fireworks, it just it it felt so much more colonial. Like you're walking back in time. Like you're walking back in time because it's not very often throughout the year where they actually light all of those torches because they have basically have someone watching each and every single one to make sure grass doesn't catch on fire. So it was it was an absolute blast. And I highly recommend it to anybody that wants to go. I highly recommend it too. And since watching this, since doing that, I was it was been brought to my attention that Perry Como filmed That's a right. special in Williamsburg in the seventies. I think it's probably as old as me <laughs> because I was born in seventy seven, and I think it was filmed in seventy seven because his special guest is John Wayne. And John Wayne passes away the year I was born. So I'm or a couple years after I was born. So I'm going to do a whole talk with history about what it looks like today compared to that video. And if you want to see more of what Colonial Williamsburg looked like back then with Perry Como, who is actually from my hometown in Pennsylvania, and the Duke, who I love check it out it's on youtube but i will i'm gonna commentate it on yeah i gotta i gotta figure out how to do that so that it may be a little bit (laughs) i'll I'll give it a shot over our christmas break we'll see if we can put something together but it's very cool and christmasy as well yeah well for those who are watching and for those who are listening thank you so much for listening to the talk with history podcast and please reach out to us at our website talkwithhistory.com but more importantly if you know someone else that might enjoy this podcast or the video version Please share it with them, and especially if you think that they would enjoy something about Colonial Williamsburg. Shoot them a text and tell them to look us up. We rely on you, our community, to grow, and we appreciate you all every day. Talk to you next time. Happy Christmas.